baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, this is the first week of the year, which of course means the tech world gets together in Las Vegas to see what's going to come out or not going to come out in 2024. The Consumer Electronics Show, CES, is going on right now. And who better to talk about it than our high-tech Texan, Michael Garfield. He is in Vegas for CES. Michael, thank you so much for the time. 20,000 steps a day just for you and the listeners, David. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) That's what it is. And tell me about CES. It's changed over the years, but it's still a great place to hear announcements for what's coming up in the next year. It's it's, it's fun. And this is my 22nd year of being here in Vegas on the show floor other than the one COVID year. And uh, it, it's, I think I'm kind of jaded when it comes to technology, which is good because I'm having a better sense of, okay, is this just an announcement? Is this R&D? Or is this a product that's really going to come out? But you do have to take a lot of these announcements or products, sometimes with a grain of salt, sometimes laughable, going, do we really need this? And how much is this going to cost? Can we afford it? I think those are the two questions that I ask myself. One thing that we're always known for as far as stuff that's coming out of CES that may or may not actually make it to a showroom floor or televisions. What have you seen in televisions that are strange? I saw one from what LG that turns off and it becomes transparent. Uh, I tell you what, CES is literally synonymous with TVs. I remember the first uh, high-definition TV or the flat-screen TVs. I, I used to make a joke that there were so many here, I was going to get sunburned walking up and down the aisles because it was so bright. Uh, every year, uh, companies, the big ones, LG, Samsung, uh, you know, TCL, they, they come out with something unique, something very expensive, something that actually may never hit uh, the show floor. Uh, I will say that you're right. There's, there's a transparent screen. LG actually has it, and they're saying it is going to come out, I think, in the second quarter of this year. 77 inches. It's a transparent OLED, organic LED screen. And what it is, is the front part of it, it's, it is transparent. And you can, you know, turn it into, let's just say, a, a, a fishbowl. You can have like fish, you know, animated fish swimming across. But when you turn the TV on, uh, images pop up and you actually can kind of see through the TV while you're watching the screen. It's 4K and it's really, really big. Uh, you know, my question is, this is neat, but what's really the purpose of this whole thing? Because, you know, you have to kind of put it up against the wall to actually see through the transparent screen what's going on. But it is kind of ooh and ah type of thing. But again, do we need it? Yeah, it's, well, that's a, that's a question about a lot of technology today is do we need a lot of, of what you see out there? How much stuff out there, say from last year, actually made it to the stores within the last year? And how much will never come out? Well, in terms of never coming out, there's a there's a, you know, a decent percentage. I mean, I'm going to go 20, 30 percent on some of this stuff. But again, what it does, it gets beat. There's 10,000 media members up here. You know, I'm uh, watching this all this past week. And what these companies want us to do, they want us to come by. They want us to talk about it. They want us to uh, put this on social media so they can get brand awareness. Type of things. I remember BMW was here over the past few years with a, 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 a paint coat that changes colors with an app. Me, but it's never come to fruition. And so we gave them a lot of publicity 
a lot of ink, if you will, pun intended. And so uh, you really have to look at, you know what? This is neat. Uh, It's great branding. I love the innovative thinking. And that's what these companies want you to do, to to make sure that the public knows, hey, they're innovative, and this is something a company you should trust. Let's talk about some of the cool things that you have seen already. Some of the cooler things that I actually have seen are already, there's a lot of things going on in digital health. Now, this is a category 20 years ago that didn't exist. I think we had a digital thermometer. Nowadays, there's an entire, you know, hall, a wing of the convention center that has digital health. Abbott is here. And, you know, obviously they played a big role with COVID testing and they have, you know, new types of testing now that is going to give you, you know, better results, you know, sometimes and they're showing off some of these concepts where you could just hold a phone up to your ear, hold the phone up to your head, and they actually can, you know, take your temperatures and actually see if you have any issues. Uh, we've got more and more of these uh, smart watches, the fitness watches that monitor everything, uh, even including your blood oxygen level, uh, things that are already out in the, uh, the the public right now, depending if you have an Apple, if you have a Samsung smartwatch, but they're they're more accurate. You know, it's like I said, I, I have been monitoring my smartwatch. I've been watching, walking 20,000 steps, but how true is that 20,000 steps? So using GPS, using better accelerometers in a lot of these products, they're trying to give us as much data as we can to assess our own health and actually warn us before something actually can happen to us. AI became huge um, a little over a year ago, thanks to ChatGPT. And I'm guessing CES is providing a lot of that as well. AI, artificial intelligence, those are the two, it's not even a buzzword, they're buzz letters right now. And uh, you see them everywhere. Google actually has a lot of information about AI, of how Google uh, is going to be incorporating artificial intelligence into smartphones soon. Obviously, Google owns all the Android operating systems. Uh, It's in its infancy, and that's even the CEO of Google even said that. It's in its infancy, but they're trying to associate Google and AI. They want to be a leader. Uh, I look at the car industry, going back to Volkswagen made an announcement that they're using artificial intelligence and they're going to be putting chat GPT inside cars so drivers and passengers can start asking questions. Okay, that's neat, but this is something that's already out there. A lot of automobiles already have Alexa systems and Google systems too, and even Siri systems. But I think Volkswagen is making a play, make it easier. They're just licensing chat GPT so you actually can talk to cars. Obviously, it keeps our hands in the wheel and you know, you know, makes us safer. And safety is very, very key. I saw that LG, I think, wants to put in a 57-inch screen into cars. Right now, <laughs> those digital interactive screens are perfect for distraction. Do we need one that big? Well, you know what? I, I have seen so many concept cars, and actually I popped in two or three of them right now, and I say they're concept because if you think of the Jetsons, I mean, we're not going to be flying in cars, but they're going to make that entire dashboard. Imagine the dashboard of your car all the way from the left side from that where that steering wheel is all the way to the passenger, and it, they're making it all you know, monitors right now. Obviously, in the middle, the center stack, the infotainment that we're used to touching the air conditioning and to, you know playing with the radio, yeah, and you've got the, the instrument cluster that's got the speedometer, the odometer right there. Yeah, And so, yeah, that you you know, some of them do measure 57 inches and in many cases monitors and these displays are getting relatively inexpensive enough for these car manufacturers to say you know what this may be cheaper than putting in the wood the glass and the in the and uh, the glove compartment in there so yeah that, I, i've seen that what's the strangest thing you've seen so far strangest thing i don't know we i don't know i know we have about a minute or two to talk because there, we can go was, on and on there was that ai head that, that we were talking about before we started recording <laughs> i 
I, I see there's a, there's an artificial intelligence that's ahead. It's, it looks like it's three phones. You know, one goes horizontal to make it look at the eyes and one goes vertically to make it look like a nose. And you actually can talk and chat with this thing. I still see no point of this thing other than the fact that it's very neat and inst Instagrammable. Um, I've seen, uh, you know, listen, over the years, food technology, don't laugh because our kitchens now have becoming very, very smart. But uh, I remember, uh, you know, a few years ago, there was a fork. Every time you take a bite, it would show you how many calories and tell you how long to chew it so we can, di di you know, digest better. Uh, so that's out there. Uh, I saw a toothbrush right now. There's an AI-powered toothbrush. It's an electric toothbrush that actually knows how many different – if it goes to your smartwatch and it knows through your hand motion in your wrist, you know, how many – how long that you should brush your teeth and are you going left and right and up and down. So, you know, these are fun. Can they help? Uh, but uh, sometimes we're just OGs. You know, we just like the old-fashioned, just give me a toothpaste and a toothbrush. But I love the ingenious, inventive things what's going on out here. Last question. Out of everything that you've seen this year so far – is there anything that you would actually spend your money to buy once it comes to market? Uh, yeah, great question. I get, and, and that's probably what's the biggest takeaway, Michael. What's the one thing that you saw? And I'm going to go back, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yes, I was ooing and aahing some of these TVs because that was a game changer. Some of the phones were, that were launched, you know, the first foldable phones. And now foldable phones are other than Apple. They're pretty ubiquitous out here. But it, as I said, I'm kind of jaded. It's like, what is going to really change the world? What's going to change the way they operate my lifestyle, my business every single day? And I really haven't seen it, but I do think I, technology to me is about a convenience of speeding up our lives. You know, it's maybe sometimes it's not a product, maybe it's a service and, and I'll, I'll end it on this, some of these services. Uh, satellite to phone service is really kind of been in the news. Elon Musk and his SpaceX company, I think a week or two ago, they launched slow orbiting satellites that will now cover the globe. And so you may not need cell service. You actually can send text and start using satellites. Another company called Iridium, they announced yesterday here that they're having these low, orbit, uh, low orbiting Earth satellite, uh, satellites. And they're you know, working uh, deals with T-Mobile. With it makes the world smaller. There are places obviously in this, in this world where you can't get cell service, where you have to communicate. So sometimes it's not so much as a product, things that you can touch at all. Sometimes it's the services uh, that actually uh, can, can you know, make a difference in the world. That's Michael Garfield, the High Tech Text and live at CES. Thanks very much. Recording stopped. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 